0: Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind.
1: It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments.
0: If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford.
1: Good morning. I'm so happy that you've chosen to be with us this morning. And I want you to get that cup of coffee because you are going to so love our guest today. Um, It's just a delight when you come across people that you really like. So that is sort of how this guest came to be. You know, Second Wind is about finding that second push in your life when you need to move forward. Perhaps you've had a change that you didn't expect or you planned for, but it's all about building and creating a new you, going forward with a different vision. And so when we do that, many times we are put in, Situations that we've maybe not been in before. And one of that, one of those situations would be, of course, <laughs> going to the first meeting by yourself that you've not been to before. How do you enter a room when you are walking in by yourself, solo? Many times we set ourselves up by saying, oh, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to be, oh, this is not what I want to do. But then we also have the choice of saying, as we look at that big room of strangers, what are my opportunities in this room? What is waiting for me that could be a special special event for me, or who could I touch that would enrich their life by my being here today? And that is kind of how I met our guests this morning. I was at a Mary Morrissey convention or conference in L.A. 700 guests, my friends. There were 700 people at this conference. It was huge and I was walking into a hall filled with people. As I walked through the hall, why was I drawn to one person and not to another? I kind of think it's a universe thing. But I approached this, this really attractive woman, nice smile. She just drew me to her and I to her, her to me I guess. Because we had just a great conversation, and it was almost like we were connected from the very beginning. So today I am after that conversation, I asked Cindy if she would be a guest on my show, and, and she accepted. And so today I am bringing you really an awesome guest. Her name is Cindy. Now we're going to do this, Cindy Cavacanti. Cavacanti from Fresno, California. I'm delighted that you're here, Cindy. I can't wait for my guests to hear what you have to share with us this morning. Welcome, welcome.
2: Good morning, Joyce. How are you?
1: I'm good. How was that story? Was that how it played down?
2: That was a wonderful story and I was <laughs> reliving it as you described it, how I saw you walking in my direction and when I saw your beautiful smile and really sensed your vibrant energy. And you came up to me and we started talking. I was like, this woman is going to be my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't that awesome? I like that. So tell us. So a definitely,
2: little... Law of Attraction in Action. And uh, <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me on the show. And I'm really, really happy to be here. I'm having a teeny little challenge hearing you. I don't know if there's anything okay. you guys can do about it on your end.
1: Is that better?
2: A little, a little bit. bit, it is. is. Yeah, wow. yeah.
1: Okay, good, good. Uh, okay, so. I know what happened as we started talking, but share a little bit about you, if you will, with my guests.
2: Great. So, when you told me that you are a, a certified coach and that your clientele is is mainly women, I really resonated with that because, as you know, I have um, released my my Women's Wealth program online and my practice as well has been dedicated to to women and girls not that I don't also coach men but I tend to really focus my energy on on women and girls and I was particularly intrigued by your, your transition piece and what I realized is that anytime we're growing Mm -hmm. We really are in a transition, even if it's by our own choosing. So it's not necessarily that life happens to us, but life is always happening, and when we're growing, we're in transition. And so I know that has been the case in my life, you know, transition in relationship, transition in career, in financial situation, in loss of loved ones, all kinds of things. But I know that in my practice, one of the... Challenges my clients tend to bump up against is is this feeling of of not having enough money. Yes, and, and this can often be the case. I'm sure, as you know, you know, women who are getting a divorce or changing careers or retiring uh, or planning for retirement, this kind of thing. That um, perception of of not enough money, and so you know, some years ago, I just decided I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna focused on this, and I want to create, you know, a a system that's teachable by which women can really start to experience more abundance in their lives, and so my goal was kind of to codify uh, my, my teaching. I had a wonderful career as a young woman in my 20s, a very successful, lucrative career in the financial arena. And mm-hmm. then I moved into the spiritual arena and became a minister. I've been a minister for about 20 years now, and so blending those two worlds. Um, and, and you know, I am always have the feeling, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and if it can be taught to me, yeah. Anybody can learn it, and so yeah. that's that's kind of my story in a little bitty nutshell.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that that your focus is on women because I do think women, when they go through, particularly the divorce transition, widowhood, many times, and they're faced with producing their money where they may not have in the in the past, it is a challenge in knowing. That they can do it and that there is a method to produce that income that they want is so valuable. So I really love what I love your work. I really love it, Cynthia. <laughs> it's so needed, so needed. So tell us more about this vision that you have. You, your vision, I'll let you state it because it's so big. I mean, I was like, okay. wow, that is a big vision.
2: Well, my vision is to help create a thousand new women millionaires, a thousand new willi- women millionaires in the next 12 months. And wow. I know that sounds ambitious, but this is how much I believe. Not not just in my program, because you know I'm teaching principles that are ancient
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, yes. and eternal. It's not mm-hmm. that I've discovered something new. I have a new right. twist on how to present it. Um, but that is how much I believe in my work and in the principles and in the potential of every woman to be financially abundant.
1: Yes. Yes. So, and when you say, you also add on there with my 30 day free program, because you are giving this way for free. Correct. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, why did you decide to do, I mean, I know your vision, but it's very unusual in these times to have somebody want to give away such, something free. And, and so I'm kind of, tell us about that.
2: Well, there's a science about giving. And the key principle in financial abundance is generosity. Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you that my strategist cringes every time I say to him, I, I want to continue to give the program away for free. He would love for me to charge, you know, $3,000 for it, but I want it to be available to, to everyone, to a 17-year-old girl who wants to go to Harvard and her yes. parents can't afford the tuition, to, I'm in my 50s, and just last fall, I, I lost my grandmother. She lived a very, very long time. And she lived a wonderful, abundant life, but I witnessed you know her friends over the years living on what they call a fixed income. And you know I don't we can talk later about the concept of that if, if it's pertinent, but and every woman in between, young women, elderly women, every woman in between, I want the program to be accessible to everyone. That's how I believe it will have the most impact in the shortest time, is if everybody who wants it can get their hands on it with no barriers.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I just think that's a... a, I I understand the principle of of generosity, but it is just really wonderful to see it alive and living in you through your program. Mm -hmm. So... um, How did you come up, I know you were in the financial, well, I'm going to get into, we just have about a minute before we're going to go to break, and I don't want to get into a deep conversation here, but this program originated, when did you announce this program?
2: Uh, Last August.
1: Okay. So, it's been in practice, and I have been receiving your information since our meeting in January. Um, And every day I get a a reminder of what's the step today to take. So I like the program a lot. We are going to be taking a a brief uh, intermission here. And when we come back, I'd like for you to talk a little bit more about being a person of increase. What does that mean? I can do that. (laughs) Great. All right. We will be back. With CindyMillion.com
0: We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break.
3: To spark your soul radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose. Insights with heart. The WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters. Who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused or blocked. And start tuning into your soul speak. So you can ignite all areas of your world. From your work to your relationships. Lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst. Firestarter. Energy alchemist and soul truth clairvoyant using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature soul sense system Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in letting go unlocking and unblocking if you've been walking through life with excess baggage a heavy heart a feeling of disconnection from your inner life consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships life purpose work and spiritual consciousness Visit SparkYourSoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
4: We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegelev for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through Today's Note to Self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome. We are listening to Cynthia Cavalconti. And uh, she is known by her website as cindymillion.com. So, Cindy... Share with us, please, the um, the principle of the money as energy and, and being a person of increase going into that so okay. that my listeners can better understand the energy of money.
2: You know, in, in many aspects of, of common speak these days, uh, physics has made its way into our language and, and a, an awareness of how the universe works, and um, certainly in spiritual circles, but we're seeing it in medicine more and more. So this understanding that everything in life is energy, so our body is energy, um, it's, it's a, a collection of, of molecules that look like a human body, that a, an inanimate object such as a chair is energy. And and money also is energy, so everything is energy, and it's created out of the energy of our Mm thoughts. Now, it stands to reason, then, and this is kind of like, you know, uh, quantum physics in a nutshell, to create more, because energy can only be created, it cannot be destroyed, to create more abundance, so financially more money,
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: not really about creating more money. It's about generating more energy with a focus on the financial supply. Now, where being a person of increase comes in is this. If everything is energy, mm-hmm. so let's say that my physical body is the container of this energy called, you know, my my physical self. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and...
2: I want that to change. I, I, I change my focus, and I channel the energy in a different way. When we decide, you know, we were talking about generosity a few minutes ago. When we decide that we're going to be generous, that we're going to give in some way, and it doesn't have to be money. You know, generosity, and, and you, I don't know if you've gotten to the point in my program um, where the day is about giving something to someone. It could be a phone call. Mm, It could be sending a card in the mail. It could be smiling at a stranger on the street. That is an act of giving. And being a person of increase entails giving at a higher level than we've been willing to give up until now. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that the universe, when we increase our level of giving, whether it's money or time or love or energy... The the universe has to make a bigger container, so to speak, for that. So let's say somebody is looking for a job promotion at work. What happens a lot of times is that people will kind of cut back. They're to constrict the amount of energy they're devoting to their current job because they want that bigger, better job.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now, the... Mm-hmm
2: the person of Increase does just the opposite. The person of Increase looks at her current position and asks, how can I overfill the space I currently occupy? How can I bring the best of myself and more to this current position so that I expand to the point that I need a bigger position to move into. This works in relationships. It works with money. It works with health. It works with everything. When you bring more of yourself and your focus and your attention and your energy and your love than you ever have before to a current situation, that situation must expand.
1: Hmm. Okay. So,
2: Was
1: that too woo-woo and out there, sorry? No, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking here. Uh, So if you expand what you, is it over what, expand over what you presently do? For instance, if in our life, in some particular, I know forgiveness is one of those biggies that we all have to cross over. There's always somebody in our past that we have to forgive in some way due to some yeah. hurt or, or, or we view it as a hurt or it's something that we feel has affected our life. So when we are being generous, are we being generous to forgive that person? Is, is that a necessary part of generosity or am I talking about two different animals here?
2: I think you're talking about Two areas that are intimately related and, in fact intertwined. Okay. Now that's not to say one a person can't be financially successful without forgiving, but here's what I know from my own experience and watching my clients and my congregants as a minister for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is, is definitely an act of generosity. It's, it's expanding the dimensions of your heart Mm-hmm. to greater proportions than ever before to allow enough love to move through that, that you can forgive the person, no matter what. It doesn't mean that you condone the behavior. I mean, there are people who do behave unskillfully and, and perhaps do offend us or harm us in some way or betray us. It doesn't yes. say, you know, I celebrate that person's um, unfortunate behavior.
3: What right. it says
2: is, I am allowing my heart to expand Mm -hmm. and I'm allowing enough love to flow through that I can appreciate that this person was doing the best they could in the moment. So yeah, that's the generosity of love is the greatest generosity of all.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you you described me as a woman that had a smile on her face, and I have no problem with smiling. I'm pretty good at smiling. But in some of those other areas, it's a little more of a struggle for me. You know, forgiveness is always one of those big ones, you know, that you have to deal with in your life. And so I was curious as to if that affected your generosity. And and you did answer that. Yeah, great. So... um. Does, I know in some of the other studies that I have had that sometimes, and this may be moving from energy work into, um, well, I don't know what to call it. But I do know that in like some of the emotional tapping work, there are some practitioners that use the, uh, that we set limits on our money, set limits what we can earn. How does that interact with the the belief that money is energy? Do you understand my question?
2: I absolutely do. It's almost like we we tend to have a thermostatic setting.
1: Yes. Uh huh.
2: As to the maximum amount of money we allow to flow through. Yes. Um, our experience. So. You know, and that's not necessarily our fault. As human beings, we're, we're socialized to, you know, we, we start to grow, we go to school, um, many people go to college, and the goal is to get out into the world and have a job, you know, make a living, create a family. Uh, and we tend to look at our salary, mm-hmm. whatever our job pays us, as our income. Yes. And, you know, one really powerful takeaway your listeners could have today would be that salary and income are not exactly the same thing. Salary is only one part of income. And so let's say if a person earns $75,000 a year, her thermostatic setting, if you will, might be on $75,000 because that's what her job pays her. Yes. Yes. And and logically, it makes sense. I, I I I will admit, logically, it makes a whole lot of sense. But that's not the whole story. Now, when when a person is willing to do some inner work, do some mental expansion, and some some practice, it's a daily practice. I mean, the forgiveness thing is not a one time, and it's taken care of. All of yeah. this is yeah, well, and you can see from my program, I believe in the daily practice. Yes. So, but that even if you do a degree at a time that thermostatic setting can change and income can flow from many many sources
1: mhm yeah it doesn't strictly your income doesn't have to come strictly from your salary it could come from other areas correct
2: yes and yeah. many times if not most from resources we don't know we have until we do the mental and spiritual work of turning that thermostat up. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so in, the, in turning the thermostat up, uh, is that done through energy work, Cynthia?
2: That's certainly a part of it. Uh, let me, can I use the example of my grandmother again?
1: If it's not going to take more than 45 seconds, if it is, then I want to save it because I don't want to break it up.
2: Okay. Let, let me then try to nutshell it. So there was a time maybe 15 years ago uh, we were started having a conversation with my grandmother. We want you to move to California. She says, I'm on Social Security. I can't afford to buy a box of cereal in California. So okay. Started- Stop
1: right there. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we got such a, and I want this, this could be so uh, important to so many people. So we will be back with Cynthia and she will tell us more about the energy of money.
0: We return with more of second wind with Joyce Buford after this short break.
3: want to get a contact high tune in for fun inspiration and motivation every friday at noon eastern standard time learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo get inspired and motivated by a fun loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life with your high on life coach audra Irwin. Each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Right here on the Rockstar Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now, to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome. We are listening to or visiting with Cynthia Cavacanti. Cavacanti, this morning. I love Italian names, Cynthia. They are my (laughs) challenge. You know, as much as I love the country, love the language, love the food, I am a little challenged by some of their names. So, but it's, uh, um, I, and I love last, my guest last week was also had an Italian name. So, (laughs) So (laughs) no (laughs) worries. It's Quite interesting, but I have a feeling i 'm not the only one that stumbles over some of these italian names uh, we were tell we you were talking telling us the story of your grandmother, so could you okay, read so, that story
2: right, so we were having a conversation my sister and I about uh, my grandmother moving to California to be closer to us because she 's like the greatest person in the world, and mm-hmm. so her logical mind says i 'm on social security, I have a good life here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I can't even afford to buy a box of cereal in California. Yes. And so, you know, I said, well, you know, what if, what, what if you could? What if you could? What if you, there were other ways for more money to come into, you know, your life and, and flow into your world and into your accounts? And she said, well, you know what, honey, I, I'm going to keep my mind open. She was willing to say, I'm going to keep my mind open. Mm-hmm. Well, around that time, my younger brother, who is, um, my sister and I were already adults when he was born, he was working on a school project mm-hmm. that involved uh, investing in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Now, he was talking to my grandmother about it, and, and this opportunity arose out of that where for the first time in her life, Okay, so she would have been in her 70s already by then. Mm
3: -hmm. For
2: the first time in her life, she decided to support his, his school project by investing in some stock.
1: Yes, And that
2: stock did really well. That stock (laughs) happened to do really well. (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's just one example of a possibility that nobody knew existed. And my grandmother in particular, it never occurred to her, but here comes my little brother. And Mm -hmm. so this is how the universe works. When we open a little corner of our mind to the possibility,
1: Mm -hmm. more
2: and more resources appear on the horizon we can see.
1: Well, I also want to point out Cynthia that I think is correct. She was doing that out of love. I know grandmothers do things out of love mm-hmm. <laughs> for their right. babies, you know. And I yeah. I like that she was doing it out of love, but yes, I I see your point of opening up to it as well. So oh, that's a beautiful story. Yeah, it really is. So if if so if we talk about um, the limitations that we unconsciously put on ourselves because of learning patterns that we have had in our lives. For instance, my father never made over $60,000 a year. I don't know that, but I'm assuming that. Um, <clears throat> and so as I begin to earn money, I would limit myself to 60000 a year. So it's a learned pattern that we deal with in our lives. Correct?
2: It is. Some, and some
1: people do. Some not people just don't.
2: from the time we're old enough to understand. I mean, this starts when we're babies. Yes. We're like little energy sponges, and we don't understand what's being fed around us, but we, the, the vibration, the language of the energy, it. it you know, if, if people... Um, Bob Proctor talks about being a, a child of the depression and, and how talk of not enough was all around him as a young child and even a baby. So it mm-hmm. can be precognitive. These patterns are deeply ingrained.
1: Mm-hmm. And by so moving through those, how do we do that? By opening ourselves up, by being willing to receive, are the steps.
2: Yeah, that's part. Well, the awareness is paramount, right? That is the Uh first step. Is is the awareness, but awareness alone is not enough. Just knowing something doesn't pave the way for any change or growth or increase in our lives. We have to recognize it, and then, you know, most of the time we don't know what what to do or how to do it, and that's okay. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. They think, well, I don't really. I know I would love more, but I don't know how. Yes. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to have the awareness and then make a decision and then follow, take a step in the direction, even in the absence of knowing how. And, and you know, here's where we, we put a thermostatic setting not only on our money. I mean, you describe a situation with your family. I was very fortunate to be raised in a household where money was abundant. My dad and he still does to this day mm-hmm. makes really really good money mm-hmm. but the thermostat I have said was that you know I watch him work very hard for that money so my paradigm was if you want to be financially successful you got to be a workaholic yes
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes mm-hmm.
2: um, you know so even I and I work with that awareness all the time because that seems to be my tendency so maybe that's a dialing down, in a sense, of the thermostat on, on the number of hours, you know. And, and I see this in the women in my coaching practice, particularly if they're going through a change in life, a divorce or the loss of a spouse, um, you know, they they have a, a math problem in their head. If I If I want more money, I have to invest more time, and I'm already maxed out. You know, and the number of hours a day I can work or or give or be involved in one more thing. Right. So, so just you know, allowing turning up the dial on the possibility, and at least moving in that direction. And when you're probably at least a week into the the Cindy Million exercises, you know, there's a little something to do every day to move the user in the direction of. of of whatever the the desire is. In in this case, let's say more financial freedom. Maybe it is a million dollars. Yes. Maybe it's a raise. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. The the important thing is to move in the direction. Do what you can on every single day, a little bit. Take one step, even if it's a tiny step. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, yes. It's just the consistent moving forward. But once they make the, how do they make the decision? Is it the decision to open up to new possibilities? And then how would they know which direction to move in, Cindy? Cynthia, I'm sorry, I'm
2: <laughs> shortening
1: your name. Well, sorry.
2: At the level of awareness, yes, it's a decision to open to the possibility. But I'm really talking about a firm and deliberate decision that says, uh, "I, I am dub- not, I am going to double my income, I am doubling my income. I don't have a clue how I'm going to do it, but I now decide to double my income, or I am now moving in the direction of, a, of my first million dollars, whatever it is,
1: mm-hmm. it's,
2: it's that kind of decision.
1: Because okay. nothing
2: changes until an actual decision is made. And a lot of times people don't make the decision because they don't have all the information or the tools or the knowledge. Yes. And so they wait. So true. And, and it doesn't okay. have to be that way. You can make the decision in the absence of knowing. And that's where, you know, my program is not the only program. My program is one wonderful, simple and, dare I say, beautiful program. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you may, it's totally that allowed. It
2: guides, the, you know, and men are using it too, but let's just say the women and girls who are using it, it guides them every single day because it's important to put these patterns in place. Mm-hmm. We have to lay down new patterns. So it yes. gives them a direction. So here's day one, this is what you do. Day two, this is what you do. Well, by the end of week one, Every single person who has done it has Mm -hmm. had the experience of living like they would if they already had a million dollars. There is a version of that we can create anywhere, anytime, no matter what.
1: Right. Now, I'm curious, if somebody joins your program by going to your website, CindyMillion.com, um... If they join your program, do they start over do they start at day one? Yes. Yes. Okay. And men, you do not have to be a woman, you may be a man and take this course. (laughs) It's perfectly (laughs) alive. I
2: I often say it's for women and Uh girls and Uh men who aren't afraid of pink. There's a lot of yes. pink
1: in the illustrations. But <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. So, and and the feedback that you have received on this has been overwhelming?
2: It has been so wonderful and so positive. And uh, even with, you know, I... It, in data right now we're working out, my team and I some deliverability issues, which I guess happens with anything. I mean, people have some pretty strong spam filters and you know, rightfully so, oh. it's really important to do that. But occasionally um, you know, there's a, a, a day that doesn't show up and, and I know on my end that it's been sent. But people have been so kind in and in, in reaching out and saying you know, my day eleven didn't come. I can't have my day without Cindy. <laughs> and and people are sharing it with their with their friends and family. And that's really the kind of momentum I'm looking to generate so that it helps a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to know when when your book comes out, will it be the daily um um messages or is that is it going to be framed differently
2: well this is a really good question we uh, again my team and I and I have been playing with the form for a while because what I did was I wrote a book hmm and and then in that book I had the beginnings of a 30-day program you know just kind of a, a skeleton or an outline yes and it occurred to me one Night in the
1: middle of the night, I opened my eyes and I'm sorry, Cindy. I don't want my listeners, I don't want my listeners to miss this whole explanation. And we have we're going to go to break, so would you just hold that thought for us so that we can go back into the production of your book, which is hopefully going to be out by this year? Yay! So we will be back shortly to listen more with Cynthia as she talks about her upcoming book. Stay tuned.
0: We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break.
3: Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velosi’s words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette weave our own healing traditions and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
1: Welcome back as we continue talking to Cynthia (laughs) Cavalcanti, who is my guest. And I am delighted because she has shared so much good information with us today that we can help, that we can use to apply to building our fortune as we go forward. So, Cindy, you had started talking about this exciting new book that I'm looking forward to receiving. And so what is the process and where do we stand on that today?
2: So where we stand on that is, you know, I'm sort of, I was ready to go and then everything flipped upside down and I got into a point in my life where I'm really okay with that. So as I was saying a a few minutes ago, I had the book finished and in the book there was a a, a, sort of an outline form of a 30-day program. Mm -hmm. And I looked at that and and I had an epiphany and I thought, you know, this is the piece people want, because it was long, you know, 275-80 pages, something like that. Right. So I, I pulled the thirty day program out, and on its own, it was a little skimpy. What I did then was take, start taking content out of the book and putting that back into the thirty day program. <laughs> uh-huh. And then the thirty day program got really, it's really content rich, and it got really fleshed out and wonderful. And it's like, oh, okay, this is the book. This is the uh-huh. book.
1: Uh huh.
2: But I, you know, I showed it to some people who are close to me and whose opinions I value. And it was almost like, well, if somebody takes one look at that, you know, as big as it is, they're going to say, there's no way I can do that. So I had what I thought was the genius idea. Give it away for now, a a day at a time. And I will always give away the electronic version. We can do, every person can do one day at a time.
1: Especially
2: yes. with guidance, and you've seen the energy in in the thirty day program, right? So, yes, right. Um, you know we're working with getting uh, like some some ideas for printing because there's a lot of color. It's two hundred and eighty pages of of you know full color, and uh, to to divide it up into you know maybe there's a way that. Can read one day at a time without getting Mm. overwhelmed, um, these Mm. kind of things. And of course, you know, I get wonderful feedback from users as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So this year, the print copy will absolutely be available. Um, Good. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, there is a large, not large, but there is an audience out there that doesn't get from the computer. You know, they, they, Shy away, our older citizens particularly, that shy away from the use of the computer. Uh, living in a small town as I do, I know of a community very. I can easily go to this community, and I know it would be beneficial to them. So it would be great to have it in print for those Absolutely. that just don't use the internet. I. You know, I I agree, that's a shrinking market, but for right now, we still do have some of those people that it could be beneficial for. So, And
2: I love a book. I love to hold a book in my hands.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm one of those as well. So now, what would you like for our listeners to do today? What would be our call to action, so to say?
2: Well, thank you for asking, because I, I'm big on action, and uh, in fact, there's an action step to take every day in the 30 days. What I would love is for all the listeners to go to CindyMillion.com, and all I ask is that you give your first name and your email address, and you get the 30-day program for free. And if you love it, if you love it, and you know anyone who could use a little boost with their financial supply share it with them yeah it's a wonderful way to instantly be a person of increase say hey i've got this great thing that might be able to help you with this challenge Mm
1: -hmm. well i plan to do that on my uh, uh site today so that we can share this with whoever's listening to me through that uh venue and so i'll do my part cynthia today for sure
2: Thank you. I mean, I believe if we pull together, we can all help create a 1,000 new women millionaires. And, uh, you know, to post feedback and questions and comments on on Facebook, I'm happy to respond to those and help in any way I can.
1: Right. Now, as you continue with your life and the book comes out, is there a next step for you? you? Will you start a new dream or what will you continue working on?
2: I'm going to work with this one until I see a change in the economy.
1: (laughs) Okay. I believe
2: that the world economy changes at the level of the individual, and maybe that's my hidden agenda behind all of this. I dream a world where when a, a new client comes into my life or a new potential client, she's ready to create more financial supply, but she never once says, except that the economy is in such bad shape.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. So So many times you hear of people actually making lots of money during times where we look at it and might say it's a difficult time. Um, Absolutely.
2: More millionaires were created during the Great Depression than any other time in history up to that point. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And that it's, it's shocking when we do first hear that, which I have heard mm-hmm. it, of course, through Mary's work. But um, it's just shocking because we we tune so into CNN and those other uh, TV shows that just tell us it's all bad, it's all bad, it's all bad. And there are no opportunities, and, and we don't realize there are great opportunities. By just showing well, up. The,
2: the tendency for human beings is to notice what's absent or what's missing. But the aware person, no matter what the circumstances, will look within and, and ask the question, well, what do I have? What can I apply today? Who can I help?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, like, the ex- I,
1: I like this exercise because when I first did it, it was kind of uh, uh, shocking Uh, to sit down and make a list of those things that we really do have in our life today that we sometimes overlook as gifts and also um, values that we have in our life. Uh, You know, uh, a bed that we can sleep on or um, those simple gifts that we have that I think we sometimes overlook because we're so used to them that we almost... uh, Pass by them without even noticing them. Yeah. So, but I really want my listeners to tune into the com. So, as we go, as we're nearing the end of the hour, Cynthia, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with? Any well, you know,
2: in the program, there's an action step every day. It's called a catalyst that the person gets to create. So, let's, what if we create a catalyst today? I would say practice being a person of increase. Find a way today to give something to someone. Uh, whether, you know, you call a friend you haven't talked to in a long time, buy somebody a cup of coffee, uh, help a neighbor with her groceries. If you walk for exercise or walk to a bus stop look every person you pass in the eye and give them energy with your smile and your eye contact find a way to give something to somebody today that small act will absolutely activate the law of reciprocity and and create more instantly in your life it has oh. to that's the law
1: <laughs> mm. yeah um, that that's Really, that would take, you know, that takes some thinking because we have to be conscious. We don't consciously sometimes realize that something so simple can be so powerful, yes. um, it, that it can be life-changing. A smile can be life-changing to some people. They need it, and yet mm-hmm. they don't get it Um I I was spent the day traveling yesterday and and it was a stressful situation and uh you know planes not performing well and things like that and um it was so interesting to observe the the stress level that went up and down in these people and how a, a smile would have been <laughs> really good we have a wonder, we had a wonderful uh flight attendant that was uh Making light and helping the situation flow easier. And I really thought, he doesn't have to do this. I mean, it's just really great that he has that personality to give that gift to all of us that were experiencing the delays. So um, I know he's out doing his work, and I certainly want to be part of that group that continues supporting others by kind acts of kindness. So, it's been absolutely delightful to have you on my show. I am so glad that as I walked into that room, made the decision, and was drawn to you, Cynthia, that we could bring this to my listeners today. It's been such, um, such on purpose, if you will say. I like that statement. It, it's like it's supposed to be. This is what we're yeah. supposed to be doing today, and uh-huh. I know there is some woman out there that, and some man, that will benefit from this information. So um, we have just a few minutes, and I'm I'm just overwhelmed by your vision. I, I I'm really pleased that you've had this vision, and that it's going to affect so many people in this world. So. Anything else that we can share?
2: I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity, you know, and, and that is such a kind act of generosity to create the space for that opportunity. It's It's been a great joy and a great pleasure. And, um, no, just, again, the reminder, ask yourself what it means to you to be a person of increase and step out there and be that person. Don't wait. You know, don't wait. To give more until you have more.
1: What you have right now is enough. Right, That's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I was listening to your comment of we way too many times we we sometimes wait until we're all ready to start moving. I have a dream and I want to do this, but I need to get all my chickens in a row before I can move forward on it. And the very thought that we have the freedom to have the dream, release it, allow it to be our dream, and then just take one baby step in the direction of the dream. And that's what your daily reminders are. They're one baby step that we can move closer to our dream of having $1 million in a year. So I like that, Cynthia. I like it, like it, like it. So as thank we go, yeah, as we go forward, I want to thank my listeners for being here with us today because you have heard some really valuable. Videos. Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at this same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.